listening to Never Quit Podcast. This is your host, Bill Higgins, and this is episode three of the Never Quit Podcast. Uh, I just uploaded a podcast yesterday, and I wanted to get right back to it and put one up today because I was really excited about an interview that I landed, and uh, I got it recorded right away, and I'm putting it right out there. So um, I'm happy you're joining us. Uh, the, the title of this uh, podcast today is Pursuing Your Passion One Cheesesteak at a Time. Uh, in a moment, I'm going to lead into an interview that I conducted earlier today with a gentleman by the name of Jim Pappas. And Jim Pappas is on a quest to eat one cheesesteak a day. He blogs about it. He uh, YouTubes about it. And uh, he just has a real passion for it. So uh, in a moment, we're going to get into that interview. I think you're going to enjoy it. All right. Welcome to the Never Quit Podcast. This is your host, Bill Higgins. Um, today, I'm excited to announce that we have our first guest on the show, a uh, gentleman by the name of Jim Pappas. Just to give you a little bit of background, I uh, just came across an interesting story on the internet just yesterday uh, about Jim, and uh, he's on a quest to eat as many cheesesteaks as he can. He's uh, 275 days into it, uh, ate a cheesesteak at a different location and does a critique, puts it on YouTube, um, and uh, you know, video records it. He has a little blog going or a vlog uh, on the subject. I, I found it absolutely fascinating. This show is all about people uh, pursuing their passions. And uh, Jim is clearly pursuing his passion here. And uh, I reached out to him. And uh, he was gracious enough to, to get right on a, an interview here. And he's on the podcast today. So welcome, Jim. I appreciate you. You're being on the podcast today. I'm, I'm very happy to be here, especially now that I know that I'm the first guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to tell you that part. I was afraid if I told you that, you might not do it. So. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I, I I love being first. At first, I was like, oh, no, I got to like set a really high bar. But uh, I think I'm up to it. I'm ready. I'm good. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So tell us, man, how'd you get how'd you decide to pursue this passion? This is awesome. Uh, it actually started a long time ago. I mean, when I, uh, you know, I, I'm my father was Greek. So we had a, I came from a Greek family, heavy handed, a third father. And, um, so I followed him into being a stockbroker when I got out of college. There's no questions asked going right to work, you know, graduated uh -huh. on a Saturday and Monday morning. I was at work with my dad and, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I never, I never liked it. I liked it at the beginning. I liked the cold con, um, my, you know, sports and aggressiveness so the competitive nature of sales uh i like that part of it but um the movie bonfire of the vanities ruins financial services for me um <laughs> it was <laughs> when uh tom hanks his wife in the movie found out he was cheating on her with melanie griffith and she she said that uh, when one of the kids asked what dad did, she's she said he goes around picking up other people's birthday cake crumbs. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be a guy that goes around picking up birthday <laughs> cake crumbs. So right. I always wanted to do something. I always wanted to build something, create something. I always wanted to be independent. I like being independent. So I always wanted to do something. But, you know, of course, you know, then I met my wife. We started having kids and, you know, we we needed uh, we needed a place to live and stuff, so I stayed in financial services, and um, you know we raised our girls, two daughters, and um, they're great. They both uh, the older one graduated college two years ago. The young one's set to graduate this month, and um, 
So as they got older, uh, financial services, I don't know how many people listening remember 2008, stock market crash. Uh, 2009, I got downsized for the second time. So at that time, I'm like, you know what? I also, well, I also got diagnosed with leukemia in May of 2009. I figured, oh man, yeah, I'm like, these are kind of signs, you know, second downsizing, um, leukemia. I never really liked it anyway. I'm thinking the kids were, you know, at that time they were, you know, deep into high school. I think Jordan had already started college. So I'm like, I'm going to do something else. This is a sign. So um, we had a cleaning business. We bought a maid franchise. We ran that for nine years. Um, but my wife and I, we went from me being corporate and her staying home and me going to work. And then we went to running a business together. So we went from seeing each other on Saturday morning at soccer fields to being together 24 seven. So that put a lot of strain on our marriage. So, uh, three years ago we separated, sold the business, separated. And, um, so I was trying to figure out what I was going to do for the second half of my life. I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to be independent. I knew I could always go sell something. And so uh-huh. I was Uber driving just to make, to have some income. Um, the one good parting thing from my wife was I realized I, if I'm going to do something, I wanted to make sure it was, it could sustain itself. Um, so I was doing some Uber driving to pay the bills and, um, I met someone and we're like, well, what do we do with 55? What do you do for dating? And, um, you know, she had, she had, ironically, you know, a sign ironic or a sign, <laughs> She grew up around our favorite cheesesteak place from when we were little, uh, Claymont Steaks in Claymont, Delaware. And um, so it's like, I guess it's cheesesteaks. So we started asking people where their favorite cheesesteak place was. And then we'd go try a <laughs> cheesesteak and then do something, you know, in whatever the area that was. And um, yeah. And as I asked uh, my passengers, Oh, that's cool. And I was, because with the Uber driving, I'm in and out of every neighborhood and all around the city and suburbs. So um, I was finding great places, having great conversations, and it it just grew legs. You know, the passion for cheesesteaks in the area um, just took over right. the whole thing. And um, so, yeah, now we're, now we're here we are, 275 cheesesteaks later, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, well, that's awesome, man. See, so the real authority on cheesesteaks right now. I'm a, I'm a huge cheesesteaks fan myself, uh, so I'm sure you get asked this well, uh, all the time. When it comes the good up. news so is, the so I did my so, so May 16th was my one year anniversary of uh, of, of having my official cheesesteak. My first official as a cheesesteak uh, adventurer was uh, last May 16th. So for my one year anniversary, I did a best <laughs> of list, and. Um, I, I'm not a I'm not a participation okay. trophy kind of guy, but I also I, I think everybody has something to offer, you know, from mice to <laughs> run sales teams. And, I'm you know, some people, you know, there's 10 different ways to sell uh-huh. something. So I look at cheesesteaks the same way. I'm like every cheesesteak has something to offer. And um, so my best of list uh, actually started out around 30 different categories. I whittled it down to 20 different categories. So um Depends what you depends what you're looking for in a cheesesteak. You know, if you're up early, if you're up early and you're 
driving around Northeast Philly, pizza's open right, early. Right, right. Little pizza's open early. Pop in, get get a nice quick breakfast cheesesteak. Um, you know, uh, best dessert, best way to have a beer, best view. Um, yeah, 20 different categories. But I guess to, to satisfy everyone's desire, I do have my uh, best traditional cheesesteak. Uh, it's actually in New Jersey. Actually, my top two are in Jersey. Um, yeah, best traditional cheesesteak is uh, Italian Kitchen oh, wow. down in Pennsville, New Jersey, right across uh, the Delaware Memorial Bridge on the Jersey side. Um, Bruce Willis, um, even though I disagree with him, I think uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um <laughs> He would frequent, uh, <laughs> yeah, he would frequent Italian kitchen. So for my best traditional, like, Absolutely. pizza shop cheesesteak, uh, I would go with the Italian kitchen. And then uh, my best overall cheesesteak was um, up in Lawrence Township, New Jersey, another New Jersey place, um, place called Meatheads. They have their own special, like, uh, steak sauce, um, provolone cheese, which I usually don't get. Um, I would, And they were my overall uh top pick oh okay okay so I, i'll post a link to it on our, our uh, never quit facebook page but where could uh a i'm a simple man your, your so my website my website is philadelphiacheesesteakadventure.com <laughs> uh my youtube channel philadelphiacheesesteak.com uh instagram is uh Cheesesteak Adventure, I actually shortened it for Instagram. Um, Facebook, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. Um, it's, we just, uh, posting it, yeah, we just got a lot of traction, just got a lot of uh, people noticed it. So it's on uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer, you know, our local newspaper did an article on it. They, re- they put their own spin on it, reposted it. So... Yeah, it's out there. I have it on my uh, I have it on my website, my Facebook. Uh, there's a uh, food blog, uh, blog that has it. So, yeah, Philadelphia Cheesecake. Hopefully, hopefully I've posted okay. it enough, reposted it enough, and commented enough that hopefully uh, I, I'm, I'm near the top of search engines. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to uh, definitely uh, put some links out there, so our, our listeners and followers can find that. I, I got to tell you this, I'm out here in central Pennsylvania, grew up in Philadelphia. So, you know, I know a lot about cheesesteaks. What do you think when you go somewhere out of the area and they offer you a Philadelphia cheesesteak and they put the green peppers <laughs> and the onions on there? I, what can you tell our listeners well, about when that? I, when I visit another nuts, city, I try to truth. be a good tourist and I eat whatever they, I, I eat whatever that specialty of that city is. I, I go ahead and I <laughs> eat it. Um, so yeah, it's, well, it's funny because for the adventure, um, I grade the cheesesteaks. I have a 100-point grading system. I grade them on five categories, uh, bread, meat, cheese, extras, and then an overall 20, you know, 20 points each category. Um, but for the adventure to try and get you know, diff, some kind of something to differentiate places from, from each other, I get um, mushrooms, uh, lettuce, and tomato. And uh, I get, yeah, I get a ton of grief for uh, putting, putting, okay. putting lettuce and tomato on a cheesesteak. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's a cheesesteak. Exactly. The other side of that is when I'm yeah. in a place and I order lettuce and tomato, they, oh, what well, do you want mayonnaise also? 
you know, it's like, it's like, no, I don't want mayonnaise. I just want lettuce and tomatoes. So yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, that's the passion that fuels the whole thing is what do you get? You know, where do you get it? What do you get on it? And uh, it's funny because now I'm a fan of, um, well, some places, uh, you know, we have a big Amish popular. Well, you know, I'm, I would think, you know, you know, the Lancaster, you know, West, you know, the Amish population, you know, they have, you know, there's a couple of farmers yeah, markets sure. in this area. And, um, yeah, they have a uh, sauce that they put on their cheesesteaks, which is phenomenal. Um, I also went to another place that said uh, they traditionally use a softer roll. And um, so it's, uh, yeah, the more I have, I'm getting less and less traditional. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to mix it up. So you're not always getting the same thing for sure. So what, what would you say? I, I, because I'm from uh, Philadelphia, but I'm out here in central Western PA. People ask me all the time when I go to Philly, where should I go? And they always want to go to Pat's and Gino's and I, you know, I got nothing against Pat's and Gino's. It's great. My advice to them is usually go there, take the picture, but then go into the city and find somewhere else to eat. Ask a, ask a local where their favorite cheesesteak places. You'll get, you'll get a hundred different answers. And probably every one of them will make you happy. But what do you tell I'm, people when they say, hey, I'm, I want to go I'm to not Pat's as welcoming Gino's. as you. And I take them directly to Pat's and Gino's. I'm like, go be with the resident. Go be with the resident doors. I went there. I actually took uh, my daughter and some <laughs> friends in from Baltimore. And um, so we took them to Pat's and Gino's. And we took the pictures. And we got, you know, two from Pat's, two from Gino's. We did our own little challenge. And um, they're actually both a lot better than I remember. So, um <laughs> They were, they, yeah, they. Hey, I'm not knocking them at all. It's a, it's oh, it's a good one, but you know, it yeah. just seems like it's obviously that tourist trap. And I always try to say, you got to do it once. You're just going to the city. That, get your that, picture was, with that was the exact trip we took with my daughter's friends. We did the yeah. Rocky statue, <laughs> let them run, they ran up the art museum steps, and then took them right to Pats and Gino's. Um, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like you said, it's like, <laughs> depends awesome. where you're staying, you know, just where you're staying, what you like. I mean, the other thing is to go down to Delaware River, you know, if you're coming from Central PA, well, I guess you guys have, uh, Pittsburgh's got a bunch of rivers, you know, but, uh, you know, Shanks on the riverfront, you know, if you want a boozy milkshake, you know, Cleavers, um, you know, that's the hard part about it is like, what else, what else do you want with your cheesesteak? Because there's, there are so many, you know, and, you know, my, I did. Have you tried that cheesesteak? It was good. It was good. I, I, um, yeah, how was it? I tried to stay and just get it plain or just how they had it on the menu. Um, and I really wish I would have gotten it with like a spicy mustard or something. Um, it really needed a little something on it. Um, but that was Uh good. Uh, it was good. Great little place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It like, depends where people are staying or they want to go. Because otherwise, you know, go to Pat's and Gino's, do the touristy thing, and then go take, you know, an hour drive to Meatheads in New Jersey. You know, on a map, it looks, you know, on a map, it looks nice and close, you know, but it's an hour right. ride with traffic and everything and getting over there. And then it's a five-hour toll bridge. Um, you're going to get a much different, a much bigger um, I think I I think a much better cheesesteak, yeah. So it's kind of uh, right. It's, it's funny because I get a lot of grief for that. Also on the website is like is yeah you know, people say like, just tell me where the best one is. I'm like well you know are you looking 
yeah, what else do you want to do? Do you want to have a beer with it? Do not you not want to have a beer right? with it? It's do you want to have um, <laughs> tots? You know, is it Monday? Go fight out. Or do you want to drink? You not want to drink. So it's funny how it's, uh, sure. you know, there's the, the other variables about what you want to do. But if, if, if you just want if driving and nothing else matters, then I would send everybody to Meatheads in Lawrence Township. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, Jim, I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Man, you have a real passion for this. Uh, I, I hope you, you stick with it. I, I was going to ask you where the end game is here, but I hope there is no end game. So I don't want to ask that question. I, I, I don't plan on quitting. And, uh, channel, yeah, and I hope you never quit. You chat, hit me up, and it sounds great. Good luck, good luck with your venture. That's awesome. Good luck with your venture, Tim. I will. My, I'm going to follow you thanks, on you Facebook. Too. Right, yeah, bye -bye. thank you. Thank you. I All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Jim Pappas uh, as much as I did. That was a fascinating story about somebody pursuing their passion. And that's what this is all about on the Never Quit Podcast. Pursuing your passion, never giving up, keep moving the ball forward, uh, focus on your goals, and uh, just live the best life you can live. So uh, we're going to be looking for more of that. Whenever I see a public interest story out there, a human interest story out there uh, that I think uh, would resonate with people listening to the Never Quit Podcast, I'll reach out to that person and see if we can get them on the show, uh, ask them to share their story. So uh, thanks a lot for listening. In the meantime, uh, keep, keep pursuing your passion. Never give up, never surrender, and never quit.